This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast, Jack. Hi. The hopes are high, buddy. We're back. That was We're like, back, buddy. That was. Listen, I'm excited about Sam Fold. That might have been a too much for for Sam Fold, yo. Jack, we got a Jew running the team now. Are you kidding me? This is such a beautiful thing. Like Sam Fold, like this could be me, Jack. This could be me running the team. Did you know that Sam Fold is two months younger than me, Jack? Did you know that? <laughs> wow. So both of you guys are old. But actually, yeah, Sam. Yeah. No, here. But here's the difference. For Dan. him, he's young. Yeah, I'm old. Exactly. And I'm I'm two months older. That's yes. how that works. Yes. The main difference here, James, is that you're old. He's young. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the main difference. So, um, and also Sam Fold, the uh, owner of one of the best catches I've ever seen in my life, in in uh, in right field for the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays back in the day. Does he count as a Rays guy? Oh, he's definitely a Rays guy. We're counting it. Uh, we're saying we're counting it. He's a Rays oh, guy. Yeah. It's oh, kind of yeah, like well, how. It's kind of like how um, uh, uh, Vrabel is is part of the Bill Belichick coaching tree, even though he never coached for Bill Belichick. So, That's exactly right. Sam yeah. Fold is a raised guy. He's better, so he's even better because he was just there and was so great that he absorbed so much right. as a player there. Like he didn't even need to be in the front office there. He just was able to take it all in as a player. Jack, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you own Sam Fold in fantasy for that? Amazing month he had with the Rays, cause I did. I rode that month. When I you, love you, Sam. Now, when you were playing fantasy baseball, then uh, was were you writing down his stats off the newspaper and <laughs> and submitting them somewhere? Is that is that the time you were playing fantasy baseball? Sammy, Sammy I can't, gets it, dude. He was Same playing. Age. We're he, like basically brothers, Jack. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys would be best friends. I mean, um, I mean, we already are. He just doesn't know right, it yet. Right. I can't believe he, he was playing up until 2016. Like Sam Fold, for not being that good, <laughs> played for a long time. Yeah, he lasted like nine years in the league, and he was like a, a, a like 25th guy on the, on a team. So not only did he, you know, was he groomed by the Rays front office, he not only, he wasn't in, you know, in their little analytics, you know, the little nerd closet. He lived it. Like he, he lived being a Rays player. So, um, I mean, it's just what a glorious day. The Phillies doing smart things. Yeah. Well, and also a smart guy. I, like, I'm just excited. Uh, Sam Fold is a smart dude. Like, went to Stanford. His parents are professors. Like, he's just a bright guy. And like you said, and and we'll get into the press conference and all that. And I know you tweeted this. And I know I said it on the last pod. But I don't know how long it'll be. Maybe it'll take a year or whatever. But I am still not over how enjoyable it is to just have a normal press conference where yes. people say smart things. Like yes. I, I feel like that alone is like buoying my spirit. But um, I, I think th- what Dombrowski said in the press conference is actually was my very first thought when it happened. Like the very first thing when I see that Sam Fold, I'm like, oh, that's a perfect compliment for Dombrowski. Like that's the perfect type of guy to come in, to learn under Dombrowski, but also someone who's going to bring the things that Dombrowski is not great at. And and for Dombrowski to acknowledge that and realize that and 
and have the balls to bring in someone who's going to challenge him with other ideas and other ways of thinking that are desperately needed. Again, let's remember who just played in the World Series. Absolutely love this hire, Jack. I, I, this is honestly my favorite thing that's happened this offseason is the Zimple hire. Yeah, I, I, you could argue it's the most important thing that's happened this offseason because, um, like, I was worried they were gonna like it was gonna be one of like Dombrowski's guys, you know, like from the Tigers or whatnot that kind of oversaw that team as they were falling apart, and you know, because like a couple a couple of Dombrowski guys were part of the Tigers like scouting department or whatever, and like their scouting's been horrible. Like, the last couple of years have been fine. Like they got Riley Green, Casey Mize, um, Matt Manning, and right, right, right. Like they, they've got those, but, but but I'm talking about from like from the the end of the Dombrowski era till like the Riley Green pick. It's been horrible, and it's been mostly Dombrowski's guys still there. I was afraid he was going to take one of those guys and, and bring him here. Uh, also, with the Red Sox, like, I was also worried that he was not going to have a GM. Um, he didn't have a GM for his three years with the Red Sox. It was Dombrowski running everything. And I don't want to get, like, we can't, I don't want to give the pe- I don't want to give people the impression that, like, Sam Fold's going to be, like, doing the day. He's, like, like, making decisions or making moves. It's Dombrowski's show. Yeah. yeah we're not trying to imply anything else. Right. It is Dave Dombrowski's show. It's still Dave Dombrowski's show. But when he talked in his opening press conference, we both came away feeling that he wanted to groom the next guy. And we both thought it was important that he that he wanted to groom the next guy because, ultimately, Dombrowski's probably only going to be here for, for, for four years. I mean, he'll be 68 by the time he's done. And four years from now, you know, Hopefully this pandemic's over. Um, I mean, it's trending in that direction, but like you know, I hope it's over. Um, and you would think that by then Nashville would be getting closer to getting a baseball team. And Dombrowski already made a pretty strong commitment to those guys that he would come back and he would help lead the effort to bring a, a baseball team to Nashville, a major league baseball team to Nashville. So um, you know, there needs to be the next guy. There needs to be a guy that can take the Phillies into the future. And I'm glad they chose a guy like Sam Fold to do that because this is where the game is is trending towards. It's trending towards data driven um, analytics, and and Sam Fold is is a guy who not only played the game, but in his years leaving playing, he has uh, he's been with the Phillies as like every team, the smart teams, the Phillies, you know, tried to be a smart team and it <laughs> backfired because um, they, they had no idea what they were doing. But they, they, they've all been looking for a guy that can basically explain the analytics to the players, right? So to, to make it feel more human and where it's not just, oh, you know, uh, you hit the ball, launch angle and all that stuff, whatever. Like, it, it was a way to explain the numbers to the to the players. And that's basically what Sam Fold's done here. So he's lived both sides. And, you know, at 39, he gets to learn from a future Hall of Famer um, kind of how the day-to-day can be run. And it just... To me, it just feels like there's a plan now. It, it feels like there's a plan in place, a top-down approach. They have a, a, a well-functioning front office that everyone knows their role in their front office. Even Jorge Valencia um, is a really interesting hire. Seems like a smart guy. Everyone I've t- that I've talked about him rave about how great of a person he is. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, but it just it seems like now there's a there's a real clear vision in there. Um, and it's just, it's just so refreshing and I'm so glad they didn't go after one of the older guys. I'm glad that they, they see where the sport is trending and it gives me hope that John Middleton is still believing in what, you know, the driveline guys are doing and the data stuff and player development through, 
data and all of that stuff. It gives me hope with that. Um, and you know, it, it's just, it's good to see because that's ultimately where the sport's going and it's not slowing down anytime soon. Yeah. I, I think you hit on a lot of important stuff in there. First and foremost, just to, for our guys, for, for who we care about. And in the tumult of the organization's off season, we're like, don't mess with Ochart. Don't mess with our people. Don't yeah. mess with our guys. Yeah. This hire is great for them. Like this is to your point. I think this symbolizes that Dombrowski's not coming in and, and messing with everything that's like that's working. You know you what we're gonna do? We're gonna use our eyes. You know that's the only thing that matters is using <laughs> our eyes. Right. And we were worried. And like, hey, hey like, and also it was fair to worry about that. Not just eyes, James. Gut as well. Using your gut. <laughs> it's key. I mean, you can't make a decision without it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yep. I like so. I, I think this putting fold in this role shows that that. Dombrowski understands what he doesn't know and the importance of what he doesn't know and and that he's willing to believe in the things that are working here. And that alone is just I mean, the hire is worth it alone because I mean, that was one of our biggest fears. But I do think you made some really great points in there about the idea of infrastructure and the idea of, look, bringing Dave Dombrowski in. And, and obviously we've kind of very clearly turned as he, the hire was made, as he talked, as we kind of look more into him and all that stuff. But we've obviously gotten more optimistic. Listen, listen. Hey, we're Dombrowski guys. We're a Dave Dombrowski podcast. Yep, always were. But, Never said oh, one bad thing about I mean, Dave Dombrowski. I mean, there's a go back and check our, our titles of our podcast. It says it in a title. That means it's fact. Yeah. We're a Dave Dombrowski podcast. Very consistent. But, no one's more consistent than this podcast. <laughs> no, we never flip. We're very <laughs> yeah, yep. online and we, we stick to what we think. But, uh, you know, I think one of the, for worries, like we said with Dombrowski, was that was the you know coming in and changing things around. But but one of the strengths of Dombrowski, maybe the biggest strength, is is of literally everyone on the market. Like there probably is no one who knows how a baseball organization should run and function better than this guy. I mean, just think about where this guy has been, what he's done, and who he's been around in his career. I mean, this guy. It's not like Andy McPhail was a dinosaur. Matt Klentak, who just had no idea what he was doing. I mean, Dave Dombrowski can come in and know how to run a baseball organization, like know what needs to happen for the the trains to run on time, so to speak, to use a, an analogy. So I, I think when you when you get that, that infrastructure, that um, organization building, all that type of stuff, but also can still keep the the analytics, the data-driven stuff, the driveline guys, Brian Barber, all that stuff, and still focus on that and make that stuff important too. I think to your point, Jack, that's what a plan feels like. You know, that's what it feels like. All right, we're, we're building a front office here. You know, we always joke about like the Indians and like the front offices of the 90s and like the 10,000 general managers that came out of it, you know, guys who aren't even like, you know, the Dan O'Dowds and this and that and Shapiro and Antonetti and like all these, so many guys came out of those John Hart and like all those years. But like, that's because they built a front office and an infrastructure and a system that works and then brought smart people in. And these smart people learn the way these things work, build up, build up, build up, and then go run their, run their other franchises. Like, I'm not saying the Phillies are about to become a, a powerhouse front office for the next 50 years, but like this is what it looks like when you start something like that. You know what I mean? This is a at least a plan, an infrastructure, something where you could see, all right, Dombrowski's in charge. He's going to set up the infrastructure. He's going to walk away. Fold's going to learn from him. Fold's going to set up the – and like they're, they're, it feels like and you have smart guys in. Valencia, first Venezuelan assistant general manager in baseball history. Like that's neat. But 
like there's infrastructure and then you can build something. And the key is obviously bringing in smart people and continuing to, you know, build this stronger and stronger where you can become something like an Indian's front office down the road. But at least right now, it feels like for the first time in forever, Jack, it feels like there is a, a future for the Philadelphia Phillies front office that doesn't seem like a, a mess, like a wayward disaster. It's a Festivus miracle, James. Happy Festivus. It truly is. I got nothing to grieve about, it's man. A, it's, a festi- it's a Festivus miracle. And honestly, um, <laughs> uh, hopefully it doesn't turn out the same way, but in our terms, it reminds me a lot of Gillick and Amaro. I mean, Gillick was brought in as a guy who this was his last stop on a on a storied baseball career, and he's going to groom Ruben Amaro Jr. to take over for him. And, uh, you know, it wasn't great. But... But you know that's the same kind of idea here. At least, at least Sanfold is 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 the right kind of hire. Um, and again, like we we just talked about it, but just this the sport is not getting away from data driven stuff to get the most out of their players. It's it's just not. And and to try to avoid that and and try to rely on old school tactics while I think still important. Um, it's just it's just not the way the sport is going, and and Fold's been a part of player development. Um, he was listen, and this may be this may be the most important part. And I know it took me it took me 13 minutes to get here, but here we are. Hyam wanted this guy to be his manager, and if Hyam wants him, then guess who wants him? This podcast wants him. So um, he is <laughs> yeah, well said. He is all well good. Said. Like honestly, oh, so, which also by the way, this this reinvigorates my potential for my dreidel spin rate shirt to be a thing in philly now too because sam full definitely is a dreidel spin shirt spin rate shirt guy yes a hundred percent like i might have to get that shirt myself james if you could if you could pick up <laughs> if you could p- pick up an xl for me when you go down to the store uh that'd be great because i'm all in um but yeah but seriously like this guy is, is coveted around baseball um i mean like he was a he's like the fact that he's a finalist for a manager's job, but also in player development and in analytics and all that stuff, and now is a is a general manager of a team, like that's some serious versatility to where that teams must have bought into his ability to communicate effectively with players. I felt like Gabe Kapler. Did that sound like Gabe Kapler? Like no, c- a communicate. little bit, but it's such an important point. Like you're dead on. I think it do- dovetails with what you were saying before. Like communicate the idea that this, with yeah, that players. this guy is <laughs> he is going to be an elite general manager. Yep. Um, I mean, the, I think the ability to communicate the um, you know, the the data type stuff, the analytical type stuff to players in a digestible way where they can understand it and then implement it. I mean, that's what we always said about Clintac, right? Like that was our biggest issue with Clintac was like, yeah, he's got all these numbers he's using and all these analytics. He just doesn't know how to apply them. He doesn't know how to explain them. He doesn't know how to execute them. Like the idea with full being a player and actually using these analytics and and using these types of things in Tampa Bay and then understanding how to take them and incorporate them into play and then thus explain that to other people. And again, a smart guy who is good at these things, it's massive. It's massive. Yeah. Now perfect, perfect under Dombrowski, like that type of guy under Dombrowski. I agree. Now I do hope that, you know, it wasn't a Sam Fold problem. It was uh, the guys giving Sam Fold the numbers problem. You know what I mean? Because it, it's pretty unbelievable how 
bad they've been at like using the numbers and using the data. I mean, we remember the beginning of was it was it eighteen when they were shifting all over the place and they were uh, and it, eighteen. It, yeah, and it came out halfway through the year that they were using they're like they're the numbers backwards, I wanna say. <laughs> like they were just like they were basing their shifts off of the hitter and not the pitcher or something like that. Like basically the everything they were telling the defense to do was the exact opposite of what they were supposed to do, and they didn't realize it until halfway through the year. It's unbelievable. It, it, but again, it, I'm not going to blame Sam Fold for that. I'm I mean, not blaming Sam Fold for that. I am just that yes. I'm just hoping that you know there's not a, a a problem with him communicating to the players the the numbers and all that fun stuff. It's real quick sidebar. Unbelievable that 2018 team was in first place until <laughs> until August first. Yeah, August first. I mean, just, that team was horrible. That team was like, terrible. That team should have. I know they finished what 80 and 82. That was like a 75 win baseball. Oh, they're terrible. It's an 80 win baseball team. Yeah, they, they were they were so bad, and like no one could get behind them because everyone just knew that they were going to absolutely collapse at any moment, and. Then September happened, and it was like, the, 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 I'll never get over the, the Rocky series in 2018 ah, with Vince ah. Velasquez went like an inning and a third, and it was like eight ah. runs they off. down like 14 to nothing in like the second ah. inning of one of those games. And I was like, okay, yeah. this is cool. They got destroyed, absolutely destroyed. But, but not Sam Fold's fault. Officially, officially, not Sam Fold's fault. Also, first year in the job takes, takes a while to grow. You know, he's a young, young guy. You're old, he's young. Well, that is the thing. Yeah, exactly. He is young. He is young for this role. And also, look, I, we will certainly acknowledge he does not have as much experience as a lot of people who get hired in this role. But I think a, a big part of that is that he is being paired with someone as a president right. of baseball. So I mean, what's he going to be? More what's experience he, than everyone else. And also, again, to Jack's point before, like Dombrowski is a hands-on guy. Like, right. just because Dombrowski is hiring full doesn't mean that. Dombrowski, I mean, Dombrowski's still like, for all intents and purposes, the general manager too. Yes. But now full gets a chance to work side by side with him, and also, again, as we said, challenge him on certain things, show him the numbers, try and help inform some of his decisions and all that. So yeah, I, I, I again, I I go back to the compliment thing. I think like. Looking at these two in tandem as a as a unit, Dombrowski and Fold gets me a lot more excited than either individual hire by itself. Yeah, honestly, if Sam Fold just brings Dave Dombrowski, uh, if he if he just brings him guys with upside, that's all I really want him to do. You know, let let Dombrowski kind of take care of the the big moves, free agent signings, all that stuff. But if if Sam Fold finds some undiscovered talent, that's all I want him to do, um, because that's really why he's here. In my in my mind, he's here to find the undervalued talent, like like what the Rays do, what the what all the great teams do is they find undervalued talent and get the most out of them, and that's that's what I think Sam Fold's gonna do. Like Dave Dombrowski is gonna have the eye, gonna have um whatever to to get players here, but I need Sam Fold to be the guy that is digging into um you know Savant Page and what I mean you know Major League Baseball is you know. Brooks but, baseball. Yeah, like has their own resources, obviously. Of but course, I, I need him diving into that stuff and just trying to find what can unle- uh, un- unlock the, uh, the next potential of guys. That's what I need Sam Fold to do. Also, I think an important point is that, and he just brought up about how hands on Dombrowski is, and that's great because, like, basically what happened here in 2015 was the Phillies hired Andy McPhail to be their freaking president. And then Andy McPhail hired Matt Klintak and then left. Like, he was not around. He was not an active participant in the day-to-day operations. 
And ultimately, he let this thing get out of hand and, and didn't really have a, a clear path uh, on getting it back on track because he hadn't run a freaking baseball team since, like, 2011. Like, he hasn't run a baseball. He didn't run a baseball team in forever. And and he didn't want to do major, it. And there's a major shift in baseball in that time from yes. when he ran an organization to when he started again with the Phillies where, like, baseball changed. It's what we always talk about, but it's just a fact. Like, analytics, data-driven, like, that all became the way of the world in baseball, and Andy McPhail missed that transition. Yeah, and but but what with here, like, Dombrowski is literally going to be day-to-day, hands-on, and grooming Sam Fold from day one. Um, and I just think that's a, a really key distinction. Like, if people are worried, oh, well, McPhail is also an old guy that, that brought in a young GM and let him kind of run the ship. Like, that's not what's happening here. Dombrowski is here, too, because he actually, you know, wants to win and is not going to... And again, 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 as much as, yes, we made some comments about Dave Dombrowski, yeah. I, I don't... Well, mm, I, I don't know if we? it really happened. Yeah, no. People said we did. Regardless, he's light years better than McPhail. Yes. Like, do not put him and Andy McPhail in the same sentence. Don't even like, think about it. Don't even think about it. Andy McPhail of times better than this guy. Like McPhail is a statue. He is useless. He is a waste of space. Like this is stop. No more comparisons. I will. I will. We will accept no Dombrowski McPhail comparisons in any way. I don't even. Not even age. Dombrowski's younger. Even if he's older, he's younger. And he's okay? taller. He's definitely taller. All that stuff. I mean, come on. All that matters is the height with with Dombrowski. But yes. Um, you know, also, I don't know. Just not having a bowl cut is is for me a big. Uh, Big well, thing. Much like Andy McPhail, they're big in the nineties. So um <laughs> Yes. Woohoo! I'm well so done, glad. Sir. I'm so glad he's I lived I'm that. So I lived that, Jack. You were a child. I lived the bowl cuts in the nineties. Let me tell you. They were ridiculous. Did you ever have uh did you ever have the highlights? I never in your hair? had a bowl cut. My mother would have would have died rather than give me a bowl cut, but I saw some bowl cuts. They what, were horrible. What about the frosted tips? You ever have the frosted tips? Oh, no, I was never in the Had buddies who were in the Frosted no, Tips. Not my a, thing. That's a tough phase, the Frosted Tip phase. It's, it's fun. a tough it's, one. I, yeah. It is fun to look tough, back on. Buddy but... who we still will bring up the Frosted Tips. Yeah, the Frosted Tips like... weren't great. Wasn't it? Like, kid, I don't think the kids these days know anything about the Frosted Tips, um, but the, the, like, the people that went through it, like us, um, it was a bad look. It was a tough scene. It was a horrible. It was, it was a tough scene. It was a terrible, terrible look. I can't believe it was ever a thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know how they became a thing. I don't know why they became a thing. And I'm glad they're no longer a thing. I actually, yeah, I actually like. I think you nailed it. I like. I like today's style. I am a fan of today's style. Sure. Less frosted tips. It works for me. I just. It's just. It's no just, bowl cut. It's just a normal yeah. looking style of today. I mean, yeah, honestly, just cut your hair normally. That's my general. Although, does Dave Dombrowski? Does he still have a? Flip? Oh yeah, it's not. It's a little. It's a little. It's a little much. Is he? Does he still much. have a flip phone though? Like every picture I see of Dombrowski, it's like he has a. He has that. Did you ever have the uh, the cell phone on the on the belt buckle thing? With the with you you have you had it. that. Every picture I see did. of Dombrowski, he has that. On, so man. I want to make BlackBerry. Yeah. Oh I just, yeah. Buddy. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure he is. He is. Has an iPhone. It, it's really important to me that Dave Dombrowski has an iPhone. I don't want I him to. I feel like that's a fair thing to care about. Well, because. It, yeah, you need. Like, every picture I see of him, it's, it's one, he's the tallest guy I've ever seen. And, and two, is that he has the, the cell phone on the, the belt. 
and it, it looks like a flip phone, and he's going to take it out, and his shirt's always tucked in, which is such an old guy move. Like, I don't know who decided that shirts should be tucked in all the time, but Dave Dombrowski is a tucked-in shirt guy at all times. Um, and then he also has the, the, the flip phone on the side thing. And I, I just, if someone could f- figure out if he has an iPhone or not, I would really appreciate it. I want I mean, my. He is 68, Jack. So, he's 64. You know, he's 64. 64. Excuse me, not 68. Yes. He is 64. He's so. 64. I just, I, I don't, it's very important to me that my 2020 president of baseball operations has an iPhone. I think that's a very fair thing to say. Thank you. Cosign. Thank you. Cosign. Was that the end of the point? That was, that was it? The, that was the end of my point. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited about Fold. We got a Jew in the front office, Jack. This is uh this is a good thing. Yes. This is, a good, this is proven historically. Was he on that was decision. was he on that uh that that uh famed Israel team from like the 20 20- Oh yeah, I believe so. I feel like he was. I'm not 100% sure, I but think, I, I think I see like I, I think I've seen pictures of him. Now, he's only 39. He could probably play in the next one. I, I tell me about it. He's he's young like me, Jack. Yes. Well, no, you're old. He's young. He's a <laughs> he he's just a, turned 39. He's less a, than a he, month ago. Jack. He's a young. Or, he's just a, about a month. Ago. He's a young 39. You're an old 39. I I yeah. I think that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. I think it's fair. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so what else we got? You got anything else? On I do. Oldie? I do. And these are I ve- figured you did. these are very me. And I'm I'm sorry in advance, but I I have to get them out because it's bothering. So who are you targeting at 13? Is that where we're going now? Yes. Yeah, just uh, start laying the groundwork for. <laughs> For whoever Dave is going after, so um, not so I know I just brought up the iPhone thing. I, ha- I just need to make sure he has an iPhone because you know, and and the tucked in shirt thing bothers me because like I mean, come on, like it, no one tucks in their shirt anymore. It's it's twenty twenty. The other thing that bothers me is that he doesn't turn off his notifications during press conferences. So like you're just listening, and all of a sudden it'll just be a loud loud ass notification. Yeah, this is a fair take. Like, like mute your phone. Yeah, just turn it off. Time. Turn it off. Turn it off. There's, yeah, well, which leans towards the no iPhone. An iPhone so easy, yeah. just flick that little button. Yeah, so I'm, I, that's nervous. Like, just I would, I'm worried about Dabrowski's uh, use of technology. You know, it's I'm worried about it. It's 2020. It's like I just got Sam, man. It's like me and Joe did camera. Like you know, he just have Sam do all the the electronic stuff he needs done. Yes. Um, but I, Joe, Joe camera is only 42. He just acts like he's 64. Yeah, I think he likes that though. It's like. A point of pride yeah, for him. Obviously. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah, I don't like the the notifications during that, and I'm, I'm worried about his use of technology. Um, another thing that, like, look, I am I'm glad Sam folds here. I think it was the right hire. I think it was smart, and I think it's um, it's the right kind of decision to make. It does kind of bother me that he, he didn't interview anyone else outside the organization. Um, he only interviewed from within. Uh, and I, I, and Sam Fold might end up being a great GM and, and whatnot. It just I I would have liked to hear that he went outside the organization. He interviewed all around and he decided that Sam Fold was you know the best guy for the job. I I agree with you on that. Like why not? You know what rush you and like I, I there's and it, a it makes the Fold hire seem stronger obviously because you talk to other people. But on top of that, like I want you to. As much as I like Fold, like I want you to talk to everybody. I want I want you to feel that this is the best possible compliment to you that you could find. So I agree with that. No stone unturned is what I is what I would like. Um, but I guess you know during these times when you know there's a lot of talk it's about uproot, Jack. You well, yeah. got one guy to uproot. The odds that you could get two. I mean, come on. Yeah, who could possibly do that? Um, but I understand it's tough during Zoom and 
whatnot. But in the same fold, I've been here and people in the organization know him. I just would have liked to have heard that I, you know, scoured the earth trying to find the best GM candidate for the job and Sam blew me away and all that stuff. And maybe he did. Maybe, maybe he did blow him away in the, in the press conference and was like, this is my guy. I'm good. So that's my hope, at least. Um, another thing. We just we brought up earlier, you know, Gillick and Ruben Amaro, but in a modern day situation, like Mike Hazen was with the Diamondbacks, or not with the Diamondbacks, with the Red Sox when Red Sox, when when Dombrowski took over, and it ended up being that Dombrowski's guy was Mike Hazen, um, in the in the Red Sox organization, worked under him, groomed him, and Hazen now took the Diamondbacks job a couple of years ago. One of the best GMs in the sport. I mean, he grew very highly thought of. Yes, very highly thought. Yes, of. so he um he took that job. He, he we're hoping Sam Fold becomes Hazen, except here. Yes, is the idea right? Stays here, all that fun stuff. But that's what it reminds me a lot of. Um, and it's a, it's a good it's it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like Dombrowski knows how to scout front office candidates. Right. I mean, like, and again, and again, I, 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 I'm harping on it, but again, it also shows that Dombrowski is willing to admit what he's not great on and bring in someone who's going to help him with those things. Like, those are the best type of leaders. Like, are people who say, all right, this is my weak spot. I know who I am and what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. I'm not great at this thing. Let me bring someone in who's going to strengthen me in that thing. I mean, that's really good business. Right. Right. So, uh, that made me excited. Um, just thinking about what Hazen's done, where he's gone, and 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 Dombrowski realizing that, um, I thought it was massive. So I thought I thought it's a good comp to have. I thought it was weird that it took JT's agent ten days to reach out and and uh, congratulate him on getting the job. You know, he's been on the job for ten days. He's Dave Dombrowski. He obviously wants to have a conversation with you. Um, and it does make me believe that I think that JT's agent thought he was going to the Mets, and the Mets are out now. And he's gonna come, come crying back, or uh, 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 you know, coming back to the Phillies. And I, I feel good about their their chances to resign JT. I mean, the the fact that the agent called him, kind of just like, uh, hey, congrats on the job thing. I don't know. It felt weird that it took him ten days to do it. Um, and it seems like you know he thought he was gonna be a Met, and he would like to get the most money out of the Mets as possible and drive the leverage up. And I just. I don't know. I have, a, I have a good feeling, James. I do, too. And uh, I didn't, as you know, obviously, as recently as, you know, a few weeks ago. Um, but I do, too. Uh, the James McCann signing, obviously, with the Mets takes him off the board. And I agree with you. It feels like JT's agent was trying to leverage the Mets. He overplayed his hand. They said, all right, well, fine. We'll just sign James McCann. We like him anyway. And he found himself in a position without a lot of suitors. I, I totally, or without a lot of big suitors who could really kind of scare other teams. So I, I'm with you. Um, I, you never know. It's still a potential. All it takes is one team to kind of come in over the top and say, oh, well, you know, he's going to cost less than we expected him to or whatever. Um, so the Phillies are still going to have to pay, obviously. But I, I am definitely far more optimistic than I was a few weeks ago. Like a lot more optimistic. Would you rather just JT? Or JBJ, Andrew Alton Simmons, and two bullpen, two bullpen pieces. I mean, so if if you're saying it's like JT and nobody else, like I don't fill those positions. Like you you you, know, you, I, you fill them, but it's not with like a caliber player of JBJ or with like league average guys. Yeah, is your point? Right, right, 
Right. Like <laughs> more Neftali Felices. It won't be that um, bad, but yeah, you know, you know, what I mean? like JT. Be, that's why it's hard. It's JT because it won't be that bad, and there'll be upside and stats on the way sometime next year, whatever, all that type of stuff. Um, so you get you take JT and you move forward. But I do like the other side too. You know, I think there's upside there. I really wish I wish Didi wrote like it's so annoying that like it just is like oh well, Didi's gone. Yeah. Like why? But that guy was so fun. Like he was so great as a as a Philly. Like oh, but that's it. All right, well, I guess we're just signing someone else. Like I don't know. I'm not over Didi yet, but I, I am optimistic about JT, and I would take the JT side of that if I had to. Yeah, because like my thought process is that like at least with JT, it's the core is still here, and then you can like even if they don't add this offseason, you would hope that next offseason they'll be like, all right, we have our core now. Let's go fill in the the other holes once there's fans in the stands you know once we're getting our revenue back because we lost two billion last year apparently um so yeah like like next year's team would probably probably be better if they you know got simmons jbj sandy leone uh brad hand um you know another bullpen guy like yeah next year's team would be better probably but you got to think of this thing as a as a window and jt bryce bohm reese uh, Kingery, <laughs> Kingery, I guess. <laughs> Can uh, you imagine? Yeah. What if he turns into something? Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be, I need it. I absolutely need it. So, um, yeah, it's just yeah, that's the 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 core is still there, even if you know the team isn't as good next year as it could be. Um, Dave Dombrowski's answer about Matt Klemczak's role made me laugh out loud. It was, <laughs> it was like I'm ba- I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said. He won't be involved in the day-to-day operations, and I was just like, "Wow, awesome, cool, great, good to hear, Dave." He was like, "Like even Ned Rice has a bigger role with this organization than than Matt Klemczak does." Good. I mean, that's what should happen. Like he was essentially fired. We thought it is yeah. good. I'm very happy with that. He won't be a part of day-to-day operations. <laughs> yes, no. He's he's collecting a paycheck. <laughs> Oh, so happy. Just so happy. I, look, and if you're mad, I mean, th- there are worse things to do for a year than collect whatever it is, three million or whatever. Yeah. Three million and just come in and mess around the computer all day and yeah, hang seriously. out and just read turn Twitter on. and whatever. Like, all right. Turn on I the made, lights. Uh, I made, I made $14,000 today. See you guys tomorrow. Yeah. You know, go down to bowl, like, go down to bowls, barbecue, yeah. cook up some, yeah, <laughs> some nice like, food. I, not gonna lie, I could live that life, oh, Jack. Honestly, I'll take it. I'll take it. I would. I would. I would switch jobs with Matt Lenzak for a year. Right now, right now, yes, please, Matt. Let's do it. Oh, can you imagine? I wouldn't do. Honestly, I just couldn't do that to to IOS listeners. Make them listen. Have to listen to Matt Lenzak all year. That's tough. Um, it would just That'd be. be a, I would. I would figure out a way to get phone lines on the pod and just open them up. <laughs> just let people call in and yell at it. <laughs> I love it. Um, and my my final my final little thing here is it bothers me that that Zimbrowski called Alec Bohm Alex Bohm. Um, if, Did he say that? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we need to fix that. And it, it, it honestly, Dave, you're not a WIP caller. Yes, all right, pal. It's not, it's not Alshon Jeffries. It's not Alex Be better, Bohm. Pal. Yeah, not you're from Chicago. Daniels. Yeah, yeah, you're you're from Chicago. Also, you know, little worry meter about the, <laughs> the possible Alec Bohm trade. But I think that's well, that might the be... moment Dabrowski signed. I came here. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, that's <laughs> oh, you can get a lot for Alec Bohm right now. That's 
probably reading into it too much, too much. Um, definitely reading into it too much. But if we could please remedy that and please call him by his name, Alec Bohm, that'd be great. I don't want him. I don't need yes. him named Alex Bohm. Um, it's Alec Bohm, and Alec he is, is better anyway. It's stronger. It's well, more yeah. powerful. Listen. Alec Bohm was a quick, compa- uh, a quick, compact swing. Alex Bohm's a long swing that doesn't have any loft. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. You nailed it. Yes. I mean, that's just facts. Yes. So, uh, Dave, it's Alec. He's your future star. He is our version of Freddie Freeman. You better respect that man and a better offensive player than Bryce Harper. So, um, on that note, I would just like to say, James, happy Festivus. Merry Christmas. Happy Christ- Festivus. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And hold on, though. Hold on. Hold what? on. Hold on, though, because I feel good about the Merry Christmas. But last time we said Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll talk to you guys in the New Year. Yeah. And we're here now. So here's my question. Yes. Will we be recording another podcast before the New Year, or will Dombrowski's first move not happen? That's my question, because, you know, we could say, you know, we'll talk to you guys in 2021, like we did last time, but it was a lie, Jack. So I'm wondering, what is your guess? Obviously, we can't control it. We'll be here if we're needed. If not, we'll talk to you guys next year. Prediction time. Will we be talking again this year on the Habs podcast? No, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I, I hope so. I hope we do. Me too. I need I need Me a too. nice I need a nice JBJ under the Christmas tree. You know, yeah. like a nice a nice JBJ. I get a look at the defensive highlights. Get excited about the defensive highlights. Talk myself into his swing. Starting to look at if you squint, you see Christian Yelich. Um, so I get to talk myself into that. The swing changes from last year. Um, you, you can see Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich, bad season. Last Who year. are you? Who are you? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good. It's a good. It. It's a good question. Also, uh, there is high hops cans, which I need everyone to go get for the holidays. We are open. They're so awesome. Yeah, they're so awesome. Open today and tomorrow. They came out like better than I could have ever dreamed they yes. would come out. Yes. Today and tomorrow from 4 to 7, closed on Christmas, and then open this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, normal hours at Four Fingers Brewing Company. Come get a high hops can and just think about baseball season. Uh, even though baseball season's under 100 days away, James, it's 99 days away. Well, we think we don't actually. Oh, uh, that's true. Exactly what I was. Well, the owners, the owners just care. The owners care so much about the players that they want them to get vaccinated before that. For oh player yeah, safety. that's definitely what. It, good point, yes, Jack. They care so no, much about the players. No animosity between those two groups whatsoever. Yeah, they definitely don't just want fans back in the stands so they can get money. Yeah. Um, happy Hanukkah, Sam Fold. Yes. How about that? Even the Hanukkah's over. We love you, Sam. Um, all right. Any final thoughts? Uh, buy high hops, high hops cans. Uh, buy high hops cans and uh, find me some undervalued talent that we can mold into a superstar here, Sam Fold. That's my that's my Sam? my new your your that is your New Year's resolution. I mean, Sam could be a listener. That's possible, right? If I wouldn't I mean, put it past him. Maybe. I mean, I mean, you everyone know. else in the Phillies player development listens. Why not Sam Fold? <laughs> Sam, if you're listening, we love you, buddy. And come on the pod. Uh, yeah, and come, well, come on the pod. Yes, yeah, of course. Come on. come on the pod. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, all right. Uh, happy, Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. First and foremost, the most important holiday happening right now. Yes. Uh, Merry Christmas. And probably Happy New Year. We'll see. <laughs> we think maybe. Uh, either way, we'll definitely be back. We'll talk to you guys later. He's Fred himself, so we'll see you.